Hello, Sprocket listeners. We are currently in our kitchen um, making. Hey, ladies. Got it. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Currently in our kitchen making some lentil loaf and uh, some mushroom gravy and salad and mashed potatoes because we're bougie. This episode. Bougie? Mashed potatoes? No. No, they're not bougie. Well, mashed potatoes with the skin on are bougie. Um, we got this. We left the skin on. I think mushroom gravy is bougie, though. Maybe, yeah. 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 Okay. Fuck well, I'm it. sure. I'm sure you didn't tune in to hear us debate what foods are bougie or not bougie. Hey, so um, things are a little bit different this episode. We have Eva and Vince and Jimmy and Allison in. The studio talking about their experiences riding the rim at Crater Lake. But also in the meantime, we uh, spliced in some field recordings that we took while we were out there um, with Jimmy and Allison and Guthrie and Anna and us. It starts off with our flat tire that we alluded to earlier. And uh, yeah, uh, it goes on from there. So enjoy. Look good. Uh, Ride fast. Be safe. (laughs) It's team building. This is team building. We're we're all experiencing this obstacle together, and now we got to come up with a plan. We're just gonna do a quick trust fall and then drive away and die. Well, there's some error left out in taking it off, so I figured we check in ten minutes and see if it's changed. But what did we originally try to pump it up to? It hit thirty-two. Okay, so. We had a flat tire. We conquered that. Next, where are we going to have dinner? dinner. 7.30. We're not quite out of town yet, but we're going to get there. Not a fight in the Carl's Jr. So we just made it into Crater Lake. National Park. It is, I think, 1.15 in the morning. I don't have a watch. But it's very nice and quiet, and the tire held. We got four inflated tires. We do. Car tires. Indeed. <laughs> and even more bicycle tires that are likely still inflated. Probably still inflated. <laughs> it is probably, I don't know, 45 degrees out or something. Maybe a little bit less than 45. 40 to 45? The moon is nice and almost full. And we passed by a prescribed burn that was very good at telling us not to call emergency services, which is always appreciated. We did see approximately two to three deer that we're trying not to be road bacon. They did a good job. They did a great job. (laughs) Kudos to those deer. You keep rocking it. And uh, we're kind of winding our way up to the rim of the lake. This is the first time Anna has ever been to Crater Lake. Are you excited, Anna? I am excited. I'm super excited. Uh, I lived in Ashland for like a month, and... I always felt bad that I didn't go while I lived there, but 
now doing this drive, I see why I did not come here with no car. Yeah. That would have been hard. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a bit of a bike ride. You put it lightly. <laughs> this is what we'll be riding on tomorrow. Cool. By the way, I, I think I think it is. I they should, said I should the East Rim. East Rim. Mostly, and then. Oh, is this the West Rim? Part of the West Rim. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Well, I wish it was all the way around. That I wish fantastic. too. Um, There's a shuttle that takes you across the like. Yeah, East Rim Drive. Part. Yeah. I just don't want it close to the edge. Look at that water that looks like glass. I can't look at Gussie. <laughs> it's fine. Like there's a good like ledge. It's still a little bit of snow. Did you guys see that? You saw that? Falling to your death? No, I'm not getting at all. like pins oh, so and needles. Like, oh no, I didn't oh, see it. About not standing on things like this. Or? Yeah, probably. Yeah, oh. it had a a person, not a stick figure, but like a, a realistic real person <laughs> falling to their oh. death. Oh, <laughs> my favorite kind of. Art yeah. <laughs> Wonder how that. That's great. I see the Pleiades. God, I am so surprised it's not windy at all up here. Oh. Man, I hope it's like this tomorrow. It's Only so warmer. Amazing. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. it to get colder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad it's not colder. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, does, it doesn't feel totally. I thought we were going to be more caught off guard. Yeah. Wow. This, this is, is amazing. This is so beautiful. There's a full moon out. Yeah. There's like right? just sparse clouds. You can see a bunch of stars. How the the uh, dirt's volcanic and like glassy. You can like see little bits of it just shining. Oh yeah, it's glittery. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're on the moon. It feels like it. It feels like it. Minus the water. Wow, that's fucking amazing. How many stars you can see right now, even yeah. though it's a full moon. Yeah. I thought we were doing. 
getting cold. <laughs> let's get, well, let's get our camp. Don't fall to your death. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of when I moved to Portland. We we drove from Michigan out west, and we stopped through Badlands National Park. And we got there probably about this time of night. Not as exciting, but still pretty. It's pretty cool to like. It's wild. Yeah. 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 Really cool to be out here, like in the middle of the night, like yeah. the only ones awake yeah. and See? around. Night's the best. Yeah, maybe, maybe not a good day. Good They're going to close it, right? <laughs> Starting today. It's, it's after oh, midnight. Five more hours until it's closed. If you can get the top of a rise, no cyclist will be able to hit you without like having some time. <laughs> so we're going to drive over to those lights, and then we're going to go back down to where the campsite is. Oh, almost directly across the rim. <laughs> Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycling, trains, transit, adventures, and life hacks. And today, I think this fits in all these categories. Yeah. Yeah, riding the rim <laughs> at Crater Lake. We got some audio that we uh, took at Crater Lake. We'll be splicing into this episode, but today we have a full house. We do indeed. We've got Eva, Vince, Jimmy, and Allison all here on the show. Uh, welcome, everybody. Great to be here. Yeah. Thanks. And maybe uh, we could go around, starting on my left here, and say a, a little bit about yourself and um, what your i'm gonna start with the easy one so that we go difficult after but what was your favorite moment at crater lake softball questions oh, and which way and and which oh, way i think did you said left no i mean which Even way did left? you ride on the, oh. on the rim oh yeah well i went oh, counterclockwise because okay. ah. because that's who went, better who went counterclockwise i did eva <laughs> frazier <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am I am a bicyclist and many other things, uh, business owner and uh, I don't know person who enjoys large bodies of water and riding around them. Excellent. Uh, my name's Vince, uh, longtime Portland resident. I uh, I uh, went counterclockwise, and I think uh, probably the best the best part. We started from checkpoint five which is the lowest the lowest point on the ride and just to come up the the first hill and see that see the lake for the first time it was i mean the the weather couldn't be better and i I just i just thought that view kind of kind of paid for it all jimmy uh i went we went clockwise right yeah yeah we went clockwise um 
even I, though I, I was adamant that we were going counterclockwise. <laughs> for, we were not. <laughs> like the, we were on the road riding, and I'm like, no, this is counterclockwise, guys. No. Um, yeah, I'm an avid bicyclist and a school bus driver. And uh, I think the best thing about the trip for me was our ride into the park. It was like midnight, two in the morning, something. It was late at night with a yeah. full moon. And we pulled up on that lake and we got to see the lake. And yeah, it was probably like two. Uh, with that full moon, oh, it was so beautiful. It was just seeing like, and then we were, were leaving the park, just, just like seeing the, the contrast and the difference between like literal night and day. And mm-hmm. both of them were beautiful in their own ways. It was great. Uh, I'm Allison. I, um, I'm a nurse. And I sometimes ride my bike, <laughs> not as much as I want to. And yeah, was also on counterclockwise team. Definitely. No, you were team <laughs> clockwise. <laughs> my, my favorite part of the weekend was learning how to read a clock. <laughs> oh, the woes of a digital age. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I grew up in an analog society and yet still couldn't figure that out, apparently. Mm. I think I was just really excited about being there. Yeah. Well, it will tend to make you forget clockwise yeah. and counterclockwise. That excitement <laughs> just sort of pours through your, your 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 veins and you're like, oh, what time is it? One, one thing I realized, though, with team counterclockwise is you start off your ride without any cars then. Yeah, so I did this last year and... I saw all these people stopping and then getting out of their cars and then riding the first five miles with cars. And I was like, mm, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> right. I drove all the way down here to not ride my bike with a bunch of cars. Mm-hmm. So we got out at Rim Village, which is a, the high point, probably just above where you, Vince, went. <clears throat> and we went down that big hill, which there are some cars, but you're going downhill, so they're not really trying to pass you because you're going crazy fast and then the rest of it we go almost all the way around and then took the shuttle back to the car so ah. we didn't have to ride those sketcho so like five miles the, with the rvs and there's some like multi-time whatever. life hacks going on i'm all about the life hack yep i have some questions Next about year. the shuttle yeah and that you couldn't take your bikes with you no so you leave you leave your bikes uh at the parking lot, the shuttle takes you to your car, you take your car back to your bikes and you put your bikes on your car. That sounds it's really, great. really simple. And yet <laughs> it seemed mind boggling at the time to me. Maybe I should write these things down and post <laughs> yeah. them on the internet. Yeah. But really I was going to tell everyone that it's terrible, awful. There's dirty diapers everywhere. Oh, it's like right. the ugliest yeah. it's view trash. Don't ever go there. seen. Don't, don't go. Because <laughs> it seemed like a whole bunch of people had found out about it. Yeah. Do you think it was a lot more this year than in previous years? And like bro spandex time. Really? Really. Tell us a little bit. I'm curious, like what was your first year like compared to the second? What what sort of struck out to you? And was there something that was captured in the first year that you feel like was missing from the second time? I mean, like honestly, the, the weather was great both years. And the ride was great, but I definitely saw a lot more people going really fast downhill in this almost terrifying way and i i'm i must have seen it the first year and maybe it didn't trigger in my brain um 
But the other thing I saw in the first year was a lot more people that were ill prepared. I guess. Okay. So, and I, in the and first I didn't, year, and I didn't really see that oh. this year. Were there the same number of rest stops? So there was five stops uh, this year. Was it five last year I as think, well? I think it was set up exactly the same. Okay, gotcha. But I saw some, you know, department store bikes being pushed up the hill. At, really? at various mm. points where I was like, oh, that's like, terrifying. Folks read the Travel Oregon release and were like, sweet. <laughs> Some, somebody said to their partner, oh, it's only 30, 33 miles. That's that's like that's a half doable. a day ride. It's yeah. totally doable. Mm-hmm. For most people. Another observation I have is Team Counterclockwise is also the only people who've done this multiple years. Life hack. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> this is, this is your second or third year. I don't know, this Vince. is my my second year. I did it last year also. Same, but but I did the same. No, I did clockwise. Did I say counterclockwise? I said which side of I were started, you on the far side like, of the lake? I was or on the near, near side. Of near the lake. side. See, oh. I don't know what counterclockwise. Yeah, clockwise. You just got kicked off of team counterclockwise, oh. but you're on team can't can't read a clock. That's now. right. <laughs> I feel very lonely now. <laughs> or very distinguished. <laughs> Maybe. How, however you look at it. <laughs> well, it it's definitely made me want. So I like clockwise in my brain. It's just how my brain works. And sometimes like I would ride counterclockwise. Other than that, it feels like on the counterclockwise, personally, I would feel like I'm going to just fly off into nothingness. Whereas team clockwise, it's like I can fly off into like, a, a, a lake, uh, a lake. Yeah, <laughs> I could fly off safe. into a lake, or I could fly off into like a, a sheer wall or something like that. <laughs> but I mean, just like I was just thinking, like, oh, what if I got a failure? And you're like going around the counterclockwise. That failure is going to put you like out in the midst. I want to ride with Allison because she's a nurse. <laughs> in case of any any of these terrible things happening, mm-hmm. it's uh, interesting because I was. Um, scrounging for 75 cents to take a shower after the ride and had (laughs) failed to realize that the uh, quarter machine is inside the store that closes at nine o'clock. So I was kind of just like hanging around. And fortunately, there was a fellow just finishing up with the shower rooms and was able to give me change. But he too had stated that the participant count for this year was far above and he had done it for seven years or so. And I think he, he was just astonished. He was like, yeah, there was so many people this year. I I don't know if he had like other uh, descriptors for how many people versus his previous experiences. Huh. And I couldn't tell whether he was like a little bit um, not sad, but maybe resigned to the fact that maybe like this is a thing that's known and, and that's happening. Uh, but it, it definitely makes me curious for next year because I feel like personally I've known about it for like five, six years or so it's just been that thing that i haven't made the time to go do but it seems like the year that we all made it out there it yeah was it was a huge turnout in comparison to not only last year but the years previous to that as well so i'm i'm curious to know like allison and jimmy you've never done it before no had you heard of it yeah, it's yeah. been on our radar for like three years but like the two years before like there was no room at the campsites by the time we were like oh let's get our shit together and get out there (laughs) um but then this year in april i was like no i'm gonna do it and like (laughs) i i I put in and i uh reserved two camp spots i have tools some zip ties um well you have 
should be in the... Yeah. I'm not gonna take the just... Um... I got the first aid kit. That's good. See if they haven't even started, or maybe they finished. I think they've done already. No way. <laughs> this is stuff we should be capturing. Oh, we are. How long has this been running? <laughs> One minute and five seconds. Okay. Do we need to like bring anything? Do I need my phone? Probably not. Yeah, how else are you going to Instagram it? What's that? You have an Instagram now. Oh, shut up. There's like four pictures of our dogs on it. The end. <laughs> what else is Instagram for? I truly don't know. Um, okay, who's going to finish this brekkie? Oh. We could if we need to. We can maybe seal it up and save it for later. Throw it at the chipmunks. I could give it a try. All right. Yes. Oh, I thought you were gonna wear your pajamas the whole time. Is it? That, yeah. I'm gonna change into shorts because I'm just banking on that it'll get warm. Yeah, I think it's gonna be nice. Yeah, it'll get warm. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll bring it with you. But I'm worried I'm gonna have to make another pair of cutouts. gonna be the last one. I, yeah, I'm like, oh, there's, I've, now I'm thinking like, oh, so many people from Portland, like, this is exactly a Portland timeline. <laughs> like, oh, get in it too. <laughs> like, wake up, you know. Probably not the most polite, but okay. Yeah, Guthrie, do it, do it. Go, go, okay. go, okay. go. I'm doing it, I got this. Oh, I can't, I need more motivation. Go, 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 three, go, three, eat, eat, eat. Just a historically eat. slow eater is what it comes instead down of, to. Instead of like yelling chug, you know? <laughs> munch, 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 munch. We're so almost ready. <laughs> my life, my entire life, and Aaron's entire life. <laughs> I'm almost Clarification. <laughs> Clarification. Aaron's life is not being almost ready. Anna's life is being almost ready. Aaron's life is watching Anna be almost ready. <laughs> totally appreciated, by the way. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for sharing your campsite. Yeah, anytime. Is why three finally wins? It pretty <laughs> much is. Yeah, same. It's a big same. part. I mean, I would say it was really, it was, it's been bad wildfires the last uh, couple of years, and I think yeah. maybe that was... That could part be, of yeah, so? part yeah. of why there was oh, yeah, an yeah. increase. So, so last year, it was smoky on both sides of the day that we rode, but for some reason, we lucked out, and the the day we rode was crystal clear, or mostly yeah. crystal clear. So, but there was a ton of people last year. I felt like um, I was I went last weekend and not the the first weekend this year. Oh, okay. And it seemed like a lot less compared to when I when I rode last year so, so it might just be like whatever weekend yeah whatever did you go the first weekend or the second weekend the I first went the time? first weekend both times because I was worried about snow 
Ah. Cause I know it's, at, it's a really high elevation. Yeah. Well, right. and this is that time of year where it could be one or the other pretty turns. easily. Yeah. 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 Vince, you were mentioning that earlier. Um, when it was just us kind of hanging out here. Yes. How like there was still snow on the ground when you rode. Yes. Yeah, it was. And oh, wow. I mean, it was, it was crummy weather all, all week. And it just looked like, like it wasn't going to, it was just going to be sort of like an iffy day. It was, um, but when I, we just, I, I just had the best luck for some reason. It was <laughs> absolutely gorgeous weather. Couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. For our, um, Two two time clubs. What did you do differently the second year that you wished you had done the first year? Uh, I took a bike with much lower gearing. For starters, <laughs> that was it. Was much. It was um, the the first year I was with a group of people who were interested in riding a little faster, um, which was fine. It, that's that's a thing to do. And this year I went with my son. So I knew I was going to be taking my time. And so I just took a a bike with some really, really relaxed gearing and um, and just planned on stopping at every pullout and parking mm-hmm. lot and oh, nice. picture okay. opportunity. And yeah, and plenty of room to carry snacks. Okay. Got it. I didn't do anything differently, honestly. I, I felt better this year because I think I knew more so what I was getting into. Right, you knew what to expect. the hills were going to kick my butt a little bit and to, like, keep a little in reserve. But I last year I actually put a lower, like, a wider range cassette on my bike and my wife's bike, and that was definitely clutch. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, just, like, slow spinning up everything in the lowest gear was kind of the way to go. Yeah. I was in no hurry to finish. Got it. You got um, some speed wobble, I had heard. Uh, that yeah. was a new experience. That was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I, I, it reminds me of like the Surleys at maybe 40 miles an hour and you start to steer a little bit, but I'm glad, I'm glad that you made it okay yeah. through that. <laughs> I didn't die. <laughs> and I'm yes. glad we ran into you when we did because that was before all of our major descents. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that gave me the foreknowledge to, to, be okay with breaking on a downhill which i never ever do (laughs) until that day i mean the downhills are a little longer than around town yes yeah the people's republic of portland as they call it (laughs) (laughs) i've i've ridden crater lake before not all the way around um we gosh long long time ago seven years ago now maybe trying to remember uh maybe five maybe only five anyways uh brock adele and i all went down there on a bike tour from here and so of course like being fully loaded maybe it balances out totally different but i just remember like being so exhilarated coming down these hills and total hands off the brakes just leaning into the turns but again like i had also have like you know 40 to 60 pounds of gear on my bike as well which hmm. may be more or less scary. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It felt very steady. In all yeah, honesty, yeah. I remember thinking that exact thought of like how steady I was on these turns. Yeah. I, did, on how I much. did see, you know, those big guys that descend on their lightweight bikes and they just look like they were glued to the road. Yeah. Hmm. Whereas I feel like I'm kind of a light person and my, my bike kind of wants to like dance up Hop off a little the road. Bit. And yeah. yeah. That, 
That was one thing that I was very impressed about. Sort of, I guess, two things I noticed as I was descending. One was the specific lack of debris on the road. And mm-hmm. there were a couple of places. So, like, I mean, there's garbage everywhere. Don't go. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. No, but I mean, like, I honestly felt like somebody took a Zamboni and just like went over the road service for most of it. Um, and that was the biggest thing is like you look at people descending at probably 40, 45 miles an hour or something, and you hit the smallest rock and it's just like whoop, yeah. traction yeah, especially over. Especially on some of those smaller yeah. tires or oh, yeah. narrower tires. So hashtag a lot of people uh, team team clockwise and like you at least get 10 feet to recover from something like that <laughs> but but at the same time um it did seem like it on the inner side that's you know where most of the rock fall was and i noticed later in the day there were a couple of places where i had like stopped and kicked some rocks out of the way um because it seems like it just falls so consistently there sure um but if you're riding counterclockwise you wouldn't catch that because it's not necessarily in ah. the in the out outer lane as it circles round. um the downhill sections were very interesting because i feel like when you you started really getting going like i i braked a little bit as well and i'm i'm not usually a breaker um but since my bike crash in july i'm still just like slowly easing back into trusting oh yeah like the 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 ride characteristic that is my surly <laughs> um and i actually stopped to like fix my headset at uh just before the car free part started and it felt a lot better after that but the um sensation of like descending and then all you look at for like two or three minutes is people like pushing their bike up a hill uh, and you find yourself wondering like oh what's on the other side of that <laughs> so, you know like i'm really i'm enjoying this for what it is right now but it sounds like there's at least as much of a hill on the other side and and sort of like ooh, am i gonna end up like pushing or like i guess i really liked that that feeling of the unknown and that was really nice Be- because especially due to the first time factor, um, the adventureness or the adventuresomeness of that experience, um, I very much enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, so that made it that really helped make it. Well, let's let's turn our attention a, a little bit to Team uh, Clockwise here. <laughs> Represent <laughs> also part of part of Team First Time. True. Um, yeah how how does your experience compare to uh, Team uh, Multiple Times? I'm a shameless breaker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely break out of downhill. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I would definitely go counterclockwise if I did it again. Oh, yeah? I think, yeah. Just going uphill the whole time while you're sharing a lane with the cars, like... It felt that a lot sketchier tough. to be mm-hmm. able to, like, pull off or... I don't know. Yeah, it just was not... I think I would have enjoyed it more if I was I th- riding down that section. Yeah, I think that section may have been... Because, so, for anybody who hasn't who hasn't seen the map or, or whatever, there is a, a section between checkpoint one and checkpoint five, which five is the lowest in elevation, is where a lot of people, like, either start or end, or both. Um and there's that section between those two that that cars are still allowed up and down um and so all of us we decided to start there and ride up to checkpoint 1 and i would say that was maybe the longest part of the day for us i agree it was also the most frustrating hmm. like Very. just like you you get out there and you're like all right car free day <laughs> what and wait a minute yeah i remember i was trying to take a a video on our very first little bit of a downhill we had on my phone and like my 
my phone almost got knocked out of my hand by a by side a mirror. Car? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Mm. I get, and I'll show you the video footage of it later. <laughs> it is just like this big, huge, like you know, four by four truck from Texas, just like. Oh like, man! Right past me. Oh, that reminds me. Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I had enough time, like speaking of that experience or similar, I had enough time to think of like a contraption and I want to take <laughs> data next year with a camera that's forward facing and a camera that's left facing oh, that'd be that great. identifies distance of pass by state because Aaron oh, and right. I, yes. we're kind of like hedging bets of like, oh, did I get past closest? Well, I'm I, yeah, I'm going to call you out, Washington. A lot of Washington <laughs> plates. I, I noticed Washington plates. Anecdotal. Anecdotally, uh, <laughs> seem to be pretty close passers. Um, enough so that I started wondering, like, oh, how could I track this? Yeah, yeah. Um, a, yeah. Po- a pool noodle and a couple of yeah, uh, just like electric, a little electric, roller electric, or a counter on, on there. there. Yeah, yeah. So it's graduated. Uh, get get some Annalisa and uh, Eric Vandenberg uh, up up in here. They'll actually be on the show in a couple of weeks for the uh, written that pool noodle article. Um, I think with bicycling mag. Uh, I forget now, but yeah, totally pool noodle. Well, okay. So what would happen if you had a pool noodle on Crater Lake though? I mean, cause there's not you even go enough swimming space. with it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about like, so in that, that like S curve section where it's basically like mm, 10 or 11 switchbacks, um, a pool noodle would maybe even cause more wrecks than it like prevents. I feel like we got started so early that there really wasn't a whole lot of cars. Okay. On- on the road so um top top tip nice life <laughs> hack. Time, by the way. Life uh, hack. start early yeah, yeah wake, I, wake um, up before noon <laughs> yes um nah well again riding with my son mm-hmm. um i knew it was gonna i was gonna i knew it was gonna be a long day so we um we got to the park about seven thirty in the morning oh wow yeah, yeah so um which was also extremely cold. So it's like you had to bring everything that you own uh, to, to wear the first, the first part. But the nice part was that even the shared car bike uh, section of road wasn't that bad. And honestly, I felt like that was some of the best views of the, of the lake was on the West West rim road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've, scenic side so yeah to speak. i would hate to be on the other side of the road when i'm mm-hmm. when i'm going past that part got it yeah definitely well our our uh crew i think we <laughs> i think we left the campsite at like 10 30 or 11 or something I don't, like that yeah yeah i don't think we actually got started till like 11 30 yeah it was, <laughs> it was it was nice um but it was it was great it was i enjoyed warm. sleeping in yeah <laughs> i think we saw the last shuttle leave our campsite when we were going up oh there. yeah 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 they only had like three shuttles from the campsite to uh the base and yeah the last one left at 11 and it was leaving as we were leaving as well yeah in the lead we got allison jimmy's right on her tail neck and neck with the relaxed pace, here comes Anna and Tom. Just taking it easy, chilling out. We all got a lot left. <laughs> yeah. I don't. <laughs> oh. That's why we stopped. Yeah. Okay. We're going that way. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> Guys, we went the wrong way. Are you serious? I'm just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Well, it's comforting to know we weren't the last people. Last people? Like to get to the thing. Oh, far worried. from. Yeah. No, there's still plenty of people coming in after Yeah, us. a yeah. lot. I guess if you get blocked in parking, you're just like here. Yeah. Now. That's what you get for coming in early, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so kind. Yeah. <laughs> but these people didn't That's come in spirit. early. All right. You ready? Yeah. Do you want me Shall to we go? Have to? I'll take up. Why don't you be in the middle? Are you going to sweep? I'll yeah, be in the I'll middle. Take up the Do you ever catch yourself like starting like tour scripts? Yeah. Like this. <laughs> or well, I'm just like, there's a thing that I know a thing about. Right. <laughs> I think. When you're in town, do you hey. catch it? Hey. Hey. Welcome. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? Right. You know. <laughs> I'm just. I haven't ridden bike in like years. And this I'm, is this the is perfect time, time to, to start. Yeah, no joke, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Good on you. so like, I'm like frequent stops, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frequent stops is my thing, and it's okay. Like, I don't have to judge myself. I don't have to be critical of myself. I don't have to yeah. beat myself up over stupid yeah. shit. You're out here. You're doing yeah. it. I was surprised. I don't know why I was surprised, but I was surprised at how many, like, Hello, how are you guys? Hey, hey, hey. How many sporty bikes are? I don't know why that surprised me because it's of course like for road cycles, like cool thing to do. But where's the bikes with bags? Yeah, man, and you're like fully loaded here. Yeah, you know what's so ridiculous is um, first of all, I have the metal um, clean canteen like. You know, oh, water yeah, bottles, yeah. Uh-huh. which is the heavy, heaviest shit. And they never fit in like the regular. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't fit in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I just have this harebrained idea that I could. I, I brought this um, uh, watercolor set. Oh, so I can, that's yeah, awesome. So I can that's a great idea. And, like you know, do a little sketch. Yeah. You know, oh, we'll do a little. No, that's right. Yeah. And then my journal. Nice. <laughs> if it's close to cars, then you can actually like sit on the roadside and not be worried about like a car like coming by and your painting blowing away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Plus, it's so gorgeous up there. Yeah. We are quite close. It's have you been not... to Crater Lake before? I have. Oh, okay. I have. Yeah. I actually, I'm um, I'm from Eugene. My Thank name you. is Tressa Beaver, and I'm a Eugene native Oregonian, <laughs> and I own Enjoy Wellness Massage Center right oh, next cool. to Sweet Life here in Eugene. Oh, and nice. yeah, for the last five years, I've just been like, you know, focused like intently on my business, and I haven't really done a whole lot, you oh, know, like yeah. outdoor experiences or anything, and just kind of, you know, this year I was like, I was like, you know what, like I cannot be in the wellness field and not take, not care, take of care of yourself yeah. and, and yet so many people things. in that field do exactly that yep, yeah. so i just like yeah, yeah i was like nope i'm gonna i'm gonna get out and do some fun things and create some awesome experiences okay. and i had an opportunity to ride around the rim and you know i, I was like really nervous because i'm like oh my god i know i'm so far out of shape and <laughs> You know, I've been like hiking up the view, like trying to get myself strong and you know prepare for this. But like, you know, it's like okay, you know what? Like frequent stops, frequent stops. Yeah. It's okay. Like, and I'm learning how to use these clips that I have. These oh, yeah. clips. Oh yeah. And I've 
I've fallen three times so far. Oh, no. I've got magic number. <laughs> yeah, see like these like yes. wonderful little road oh. rage, you know, like yes, like yep. look at my war wounds. They're hot <laughs> stuff. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I fell three times and then the next day I fell twice and the next day like I stopped falling. So I think it's just like a, maybe you're you're at your like mm-hmm. quota for today. I'm hoping Tomorrow. so. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially it's the starting, and then it's the hill too. So like, if you can start and stay clipped in yeah, on this, like you true. can do it anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's you know when you're going slow and trying to get out of these clips, it's a little bit challenging. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, it's just a little bit of practice, uh-huh. you know, and and a little bit of. Where for the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thanks for, for hanging out and talking. Yeah, thanks yeah, for chatting. Yeah, thank you so much. So we try to catch up to we, yeah. 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 We've cut our second half that went yeah. up above us. Nice, off, but nice. We hope to see you up on the rim. Likewise. Plug your shop one more time. In Eugene. We are located in Eugene, right next to Sweet Life, across from Laughing Planet, and we are called Enjoy Wellness Massage Center. It is spelled I-N-J-O-Y because it's about inner joy radiating out into the world versus an external joy trying to fulfill a void of some kind. We... Um, Our logo stands for infinite love of wellness for the world to enjoy. And it's made of hearts and the infinity sign. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For infinite, infinite, (laughs) infinite love of wellness. I was mildly worried when I saw you all. Like you said it was your (laughs) first stop. Yeah. And Leslie and I, it was our second to last stop. And it was like, oh. <laughs> and you're just dilly dallying, okay? I guess we'll hang Not out. Only. But hey, I, was, I was like actually a little worried. And, and here's the thing: is is when we were talking to you, we we're like, yeah, well, this this will be our long break of the day, and yeah, it's only our like second checkpoint, you know. <laughs> um, and you're talking about how like, oh yeah, it's just a relaxed ride for us. In my mind, I'm thinking like. It is not a relaxed ride for us. We gotta hit all of these soon. Mm-hmm. But it outside, you, you I, made I had it. to be like, I had to be like, yeah, yeah, we're we're taking it easy too. You know? Yeah, just, <laughs> I I feel like it worked out because um, so Aaron and Anna and I were able to complete back to check stop five. I, I think we rode with vehicles from like just just maybe, barely before, yeah, yeah. maybe twenty minutes or so, which was um, certainly like it was it was. I felt sad's not the right word, but just like, gosh, you have this whole day where you're just like, you know what? I don't have to care about car traffic. Uh, and then like reality sets back in and you're just uh, like, yeah. Oh, it, it was so nice while it lasted. Um, but at the same time, like for how late we started, I was very impressed with like how not late we were to get to the end of it. Um, and then so like what check stop had you made it to Jimmy and Allison? Um, we made it, to all of the check stops except yeah. the you know parking lot where we mm-hmm. were parked. Yeah, because you were basically in tow. As yeah, well. and we were like on, we were going up. We had done all of the big hills, and then there was like that medium hill after, and then there was like a tiny hill after that, and we were like on that tiny hill mm-hmm. when Tom pulled up and was like, "You want to ride back the rest of the way?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, I was really at my heart set on finishing, but then like dinner." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, food is good. And food yeah, is good. now that the cars were going again, it was like, yeah, I kind of want to get off this road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned Tom. Special shout out to Ranger Tom yeah, who Tom. hung out with us. That was a last minute trip for him. Uh, we had extra space. I should say you had extra space at your campsites. Um, and and he 
took us up on our offer to come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tell me more about Ranger Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. He, he's actually not a ranger anymore. He he retired. He's currently out panning for gold. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) prospector Tom. Now he's prospector Tom. Yes, Mm -hmm. by bike, nonetheless. (laughs) Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I was talking to him. I feel like we should definitely get him on for an episode soon. Yeah. Uh, I was telling him about the story with um, oh, crumb ron or so down in at selma or near selma like our gold gold prospector fellow that we run it ran into um when we were traveling down to the redwoods oh when you were yeah 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 yeah. yeah. and uh no it was neat because he's got tom's got a couple of spots and he's like yeah i'm gonna go here and do this i was very happy to hear that so i feel like we should get him back on the show definitely what what i really appreciated um like tom was like very self-sufficient he was he was very like you do you and I and he like, quickly went out on his oh, own. Oh, yeah. And not in but, a way of like, like screw you guys, I'm out of yeah. here. But just he had his pace and yeah. he had his day set. Oh, yeah. Very much like. We held him back long enough. Our 11.30 start time. He was being super nice about it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, it was, it was good because he got done with the ride and, and uh, was reading a book and turned into like a two and a half hour nap. So, like, everything <laughs> everything worked out okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the last thing we saw Tom was at like, so if we started at 10.30, I think we saw tom at like 11 and then did not see tom at an hour to that day. we started at 11 30 yeah. yeah something like that but um no it was good uh i i think um the campsite situation was really nice and again like endless amount of thanks for booking that like, no problem totally would not have made this experience possible otherwise um speaking of camping though eva you had stayed sort of in a different situation blm am i correct no, we stayed at, Di- at Diamond Lake. Diamond Lake, that's right. We stayed at a campground that did have a shower because... And it wasn't 75 cents? No, it was free. Nice. <laughs> well, I know where I'm going next Free with year. my $16 a night stay. Which free is great. with purchase. You know, you have bathrooms and water and all that good stuff. So I just figured, you know, we're coming in from the north. We should stay on the north end. And hmm. so Diamond Lake is really beautiful and close. It is and nice, easy. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't Vince, where did you stay? Oh, we stayed at um Union Creek, which is close to the visitor center. Um I think it's maybe twenty miles from the vis- visitor center. Um a little more rustic than where you stayed. There was um no showers at any price. And <laughs> dirt, at, dirt showers. <laughs> yes. Uh, but there was um the I I don't want to call it a town, but the Union Creek area. There's a sort of like a a mercantile a, center, a cabin motel, and a and a cafe, like a like a country cafe, which was actually pretty nice because okay. um, Sunday morning breakfast on the way out Ooh, of town yeah. was like yeah. just the right thing, and coffee that I didn't have to make myself. Yeah, yeah, it's very <laughs> nice. Had you stayed there the year previous as well? No, the year previous we stayed in a. B and B, I think in Fort Klamath. Okay, and um, which was actually really nice because then you have a full kitchen and mm-hmm. um, and showers that yeah. don't cost seventy five cents. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> well, and it was interesting because we were talking to it. It always uh, or, or seldom ceases to impress how far south Crater Lake is relative to Portland because we were sort of discussing uh, what those bodies of water were on the southern side, and it turns oh, out. Yeah. Yeah, Klamath Falls, Klamath like Falls. within spitting huh. distance of 
um, which is a, a very special spot in Oregon uh, to my heart. But it's always nice to kind of like link those things up, just really gives a good sense of place and context to Crater Lake within that general area. So the funny thing is, is as we were writing, Anna and I were talking about that, and I'm like, surely that can't be Klamath Falls. Like, that's another 20 so miles from there. And sure enough. It was, yeah, it was just <laughs> convinced that that couldn't be what mm-hmm. that was. But yeah, it totally was. Nice. Yeah, totally. And, you know, another like 30 miles past that, the border of California. It's very, very southern there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maps. Maps. <laughs> Maps. Maps. Oh. Clocks and maps. Clocks and maps. <laughs> What's the third? I feel like we need a third to go with that. Bikes. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> I want to know what size tires everyone rode. Ooh, good question. 16 inch. Bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. What 30, is that? Those like, are 35s. Those are but 16 are by 35. Do you have Kojaks? No. No. You have uh, Marathon, Marathon Racer. Racer. Okay. Yeah. It's 35s. 35s. Okay. I rode 26 by 1.5, 1.75s. The good old 26ers. I think I was on 700 by 28. I could be wrong. I want to talk about your bike in a little bit. But let's, <laughs> uh, let's yeah, finish we'll get this to subject. that. I don't remember. Medium. <laughs> <laughs> Best answer. <Yeah. laughs> uh, 700 by 38. And oh, nice. um, my son's bike is uh, 700 by 2.5 inch. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah, big tires. Karate yeah, Thirty-two. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. It runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so Guthrie, you had mentioned earlier about um, being a little conscious on the downhills due to a fall. Super conscious. Super conscious. <laughs> yep. Yes. What's and, that? I don't know. I'm gonna go slower. <laughs> and and the reason why I bring this up because uh, Jimmy. I love your bicycle. I love how well-loved your bicycle is. It is very well-loved. But at work one day, I had to bring up a concern <laughs> about your bicycle. And the concern is that this is... going to be the one that you, you're going to ride the rim on? And <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, okay. That front fender is kind of your fault. <laughs> whoa whoa hold on here <laughs> there was a day when i, I came into work oh, and you yelled no, at me that, that, okay you're right and so I, <laughs> I i i turned way too fast and my my toe uh you had toe over toe over yeah <laughs> and so the fender like hit my toe folded into the tire and up through the fork that's the miata like <laughs> and paradigm yeah and then um so you know, I don't know. I guess the part where I didn't fully fix that is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it was still on and that was last year, I think, when that happened. Yeah. Was it still folded up inside? No, I, I, I pulled it down. just kept until it wore down. <laughs> I, I pulled it down, but yeah, I didn't pull it like back into place enough to the front part of it was rubbing against the, the rubber and so it just created this hole in the top of the fender. <laughs> from where? Yeah, just from yeah, yeah from oh, where? I think the funniest part of all of this is that, like, back prior to my wreck in July, 
I yeah. had like my fender detached from the front fork and it was kind of like holding with this, uh, the stays it's themselves for holding it in place. So it was like, it would go up and down a little bit and like realistically, I should have replaced it then and there. But I remember like after an episode, Aaron was like, well, Jimmy's fenders are like this. Right. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, cool. Oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep going then. <laughs> like, oh my God. They're both my fault. Never, <laughs> never, never mind <laughs> the fact that I literally have a pair of brand new fenders in my basement just waiting to, <laughs> Still have not put on that bike. Can I just announce to everyone to fix their front fenders like yes. right now? Amen. <laughs> As Do someone it. who's been to the hospital from a front front fender fix. Oh dang! Just, just all right. Please. As somebody fix who has also now been to the hospital due to front fenders. Two of us. Fix two your out, fenders. I, two out of six. I took mine off and I didn't have to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> so there. It's good one. Bike maintenance. <laughs> fix it's it. a thing. <laughs> We also ended up putting a new cassette and chain on your bike, like, minutes before the ride. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe a half hour before the ride. Well, if you, did you notice the wonderful hand handlebar tape that oh, Allison yeah. did? Good job. Allison yeah, put that another on for me. hilarious thing where, like, Jimmy's been riding with, like, no handlebar tape at all. For years? I, I got... And I was like, okay, this has to, like, end at a point. <laughs> and... There were actually two separate packages just like in the shed of handlebar tape that we could have put on at any point in time. Come on. So this was the perfect opportunity to fix exactly. Yeah, it's it's a great time to like yeah, look if you're going on a a long ride, you take stock and and maybe fix a few things. I think this would be a great like public service announcement. Like, hey, you look into work on your bike, you have some maintenance issues on your bike that you've been putting off. Go ride the rim there you go. so that you can fix those things before you get there. <laughs> Emphasis <laughs> That'll on be your before. motivation. Yeah, exactly. fix things that you've been putting off for at least eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I was door. Please say that's not a nine-year-old cassette. No, the cassette was is, is much younger than that. But I was doored back in Chicago, which ruined the handlebar tape. I just wear your fingerless glove since then, and then I lock my bike up and look at it and I'm like, yeah, if a thief comes by, they're going to move to greener pastures. <laughs> That's a good strategy, I guess. <laughs> Security by obscurity. Yeah, these are the Jimmy style life hacks. <laughs> look like trash. <laughs> how many? How many bus drivers ride bicycles? Is it? There's a good handful of us. Yeah. 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 I would say like in year round, at least five. I would say at least five year round. And then in the nicer weather, those racks get full. Yeah. yeah. To when a it's point nice. where people are like locking up to like pillars along the, along the awning. Yeah. Um, I would say at its max 12. That sounds about right. 12, yeah. 13, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. I just read that bike ridership is down in Portland. Yeah. <gasps> no. I saw, I saw what it. happened? It's a 12-year low. What happened? Well, Tesla's. less people Tesla's, rode bikes, it turns out. Damn scooters. <laughs> it's is that it? Those oh, damn scooters. scooters. <laughs> I wonder what the cannibalization of mode share is, because I feel like scooters primarily get folks who would be in the vehicle category. That's just like my personal assumption. They're probably they cannibalizing would... Uber and Lyft as opposed to uh, actual bike yeah. riding. Yeah. yeah. I saw that stat too this afternoon and it, I'm still making my mind on it. We need to oh, raise man. gas prices. 
houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to not build any more roads. We need to not. We need to not build any more roads. We need to uh, just burn all the cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. I was thinking exactly. Well, not the burning the cars. Yeah, you, but <laughs> at work, things. at work today, I was thinking a lot of these exact same thoughts. In that, like, a lot of my work is watching uh, the traffic maps get more and more clogged as the afternoon goes and you know so i'm prepared when somebody asks like hey how is i5 and i'm like well it's i5 come it's on really yeah. Dark <laughs> yeah 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 exactly but there's a part of me that that is watching this and just thinking like i hope this never ends i hope this just gets worse and worse because <laughs> that's the only way people are going to stop writing mm-hmm a car by themselves or driving a car by themselves. It's the only way that like people are, you just got to make driving so much more inconvenient so that people will move to greener pastures, so to speak. Like another city. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if you you have to, my hope is that like then transit steps up their game. Yeah. But you know, I'm also a, Maybe a little bit more head in the clouds than most. Yeah, but I hear Boise has hardly any traffic at all. There you go. Move Paid there. for by Boise. <laughs> <laughs> Boise has some pretty cool stuff, though. Like, next time... So Anna goes there quite often for work, and next time she goes there on a weekend, I might go with her. Well, not next time, because now it's going to be winter. But, if you make yeah. plans, some, yeah. something will happen. Yeah, well, I'll mm-hmm. fix my bike. <laughs> that's that's the lesson I'm taking so far from this episode. If you make plans, make plans in Boise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that stat was an interesting one. That was do you do you remember the source of that by any chance? I just read it on Bike Portland. Yeah, it was the, maybe the census. Okay, I don't know the U.S. census or what. Okay, yeah, it was interesting too because um, fortunately not clever cycles but uh there has been that trend in bike shop closures as well and i had been searching for not like a reason but for some whiff of like rationality to that trend and then that number hit and i was like oh can i just say money yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean gas is cheaper you can get like a huge tax credit to buy an electric car Mm -hmm. Um, no tax credit for a bicycle though you get an extra tax you get an extra yeah, there's tax. Fifteen dollar tax. Pay for the privilege of riding your bike, even on children's bikes. Yep. Well, over right, they what? closed that loophole now, didn't they? They closed the loophole. They closed the Brompton loophole too. No. Ooh. Wait, what? And the Bachfeets loophole. <laughs> I'm just like throwing my hands up in the air. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like you just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do care. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... Everybody, Did... throw your hands in the air. Because you care <laughs> so much. Thank you, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> it. Oh, I'm old there was school. one taker. Oh. <laughs> well, I feel like we should get more into that stat either in a sec or as part of our news segment. Um, wrapping up thoughts on Crater Lake. I'm curious about something that everybody learned. Like, what what did the trip teach you this time around? Whether it was first or second or nth time. Um, and if you were to do it again, what would you change? What would you do differently? I'm looking towards my left, but popcorn style in no particular order. I think I would have started earlier. Like, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's in my nature to procrastinate as much as possible. But I think uh, 
the the fact that we had to see cars at the, at the end of our ride was probably the most frustrating like and, and, and at the beginning i think was more frustrating <laughs> but yeah start earlier so we could finish it or you know what we could just petition for them to move it to a later time <laughs> it's like why should we bend to their norms why Why should you have to fight for eight hours when yeah, right you know we could have 10 or 12 or 24 more like the sunshine exactly. or something you know the what can you change the hours of the day that the sun shines yeah <laughs> yeah that that did get me thinking though i was like you know sun. what what an opportunity in disguise for example if the national park service decided to make crater lake simply car free and the money that was put into paving and infrastructure was instead placed in e-bike programs or e, e uh, like trike programs or such. Like, I feel like you could make an argument that there would oh be a gosh. bigger draw to just going out there and not having to effing deal with cars. Like, if you used the lodge as a hub as opposed to being able to be like, yeah, I want to yeah. drive around it. You, and you have like charging stations mm-hmm. at certain. Um, yeah, um, you can swap a bike out or whatever. Yeah, you yeah just yeah. get a pass system yeah. like the. You already pay to get into the park. What if that fee covered your rental of a bike around the rim? Just putting it out there. Mackinac Island head, head is, in the clouds. is mostly car-free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Except you know, for when Supreme Court justices visit. During during the government shutdown? President. What year was that? Five years ago? Six years ago? Oh, was it When Pence? all the national parks got closed. That's oh, yeah. that's when we all should have that's when we our bikes rode. out mm. and rode the rim because they closed all the gates to everything. Yes. Yeah. Actually, Kick-Ass Oregon History did, did a special about taking their kids out to Crater Lake and being turned back because <laughs> oh. the, the park was closed. Oh, oh no. Not so kick-ass. Yes. <laughs> Not so kick-ass. <laughs> time. But we can ride it. Yes, that we was, can. That was, that was my call to action. You're throwing your hands in the air. Yes, yes <laughs> because I care so much. I think um, what I would do differently next time is grab a campsite super early so that you know it's i appreciate the jimmy connection (laughs) i I feel like i should just put something on my calendar that says like book it and like if you can't follow through on the plan like then you can give it to somebody else uh i don't know if i would start earlier necessarily maybe i would start earlier only so that i can spend more time down at the lake because that was super fun and 100% oh, worth the experience. Yeah, I don't know if we told this story. I don't remember. I don't think we did. No. So you need to tell how how yeah. you just ditched the crew. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, you ditched the crew, man. I did. You ditched us. But it was for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, mainly the reason was you didn't want to come down there with me. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so um, I had not known, but... I brought a towel with me on in my pannier because I was like, well, if there's like any percent chance that people can swim in this thing, I want to not miss out on that opportunity. Turned out it was hot enough that I didn't need the towel. But the thing was uh, that, yeah, you can hike down to the bottom of the rim. And I think it's like 76 stair flights equivalent of uh, elevation from the top down to the bottom. And then um, on suggestion of Leslie, I think it was, there's this huge uh, like chunk of rock that you can jump off of. And yeah, I have not swum in Crater Lake before. I have been there previously, but I didn't actually know that you were allowed to. In my brain, I was like, ooh, this pristine body of water must not be like 
uh, scourged by humankind or something like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can jump in it. And no, um, you, humankind's all over that thing. Yeah, yeah. apparently. <laughs> yeah. So um, suggestion of Eva and Leslie, I went down. I was already like feeling it, but I think you put me over at the edge into that experience and have to say thank you because it was the most enjoyable experience with clean, cold, clear water that I've had in years and highly recommend it to anybody um, who doesn't feel like their body will freeze up and they might not be able to make it back to shore. <laughs> so maybe start with a dip otherwise. Um, but yeah, I hiked hiked down, uh, jumped in once because twice uh, I couldn't warm up for. And so, yeah, it was great. Really, really good. Got um, like just back up to about my core temperature by the time I reached the top of the trail. <laughs> like that's how cold it was. This does not sound enjoyable to it's me. Not by the way. <laughs> yeah. No, it's well, if this is like, um selling it for you <laughs> and yeah it's no it's weird like i i, I would have jumped in twice if i didn't think i was gonna freeze up i have never known anybody who's enjoyed being cold as much as you yeah i don't I actually can't say i know anybody who know who enjoys being cold at all <laughs> that's, that's the problem with talking to a former but, person who likes to climb mountains <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose like, suffer fest which, misery <laughs> which i will take this time speaking of of being cold to thank you for trading sleeping bags mm -hmm. because mine sucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were like I, popsicle kid <laughs> yeah at one point i had all my clothes in the sleeping bag to like add insulation mm -hmm. and it still didn't work um <laughs> and like Anna was in the tent with me and I would like crawl up to her to try to like absorb any kind of body heat that she had. And she would just sort of push me away because I was freezing. <laughs> yeah. Um, my pleasure. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> well, in the meantime, like you have your rain fly off, you have like, it's just the screen or mm -hmm. whatever, and, you know, it's just you in the open, yeah. in the open air. I like the stars. Sounds <laughs> it was great. <laughs> oh, what, what did it get? It got down to like what forty? I have no idea, honestly. Yeah. Um, it didn't. It didn't freeze. Like I didn't see. Yeah. Frost or anything like that. I yeah. I'm just such a cold weather. Like my core temperature for sleeping is not reliable as a gauge of humanity in general. <laughs> I think. Um, I sleep like super warm. Really. Uh, so. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I just used your sleeping bag like a blanket, and life was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you bothered to look at at the rating on that sleeping bag, and that, and this is where uh, you keyed me into the fact that these things have a pretty limited lifespan. Synthetic, and, in particular, can degrade yeah. over time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was rated to twenty degrees. Yeah, that was not a twenty. <laughs> it is bag. definitely not a twenty degree bag anymore. I would, I would use that as like a high summer bag. Okay, uh, as like a comfy blanket or something like that. But <laughs> yeah, no, bring bring. Uh, if you're gonna sleep at Crater Lake any time of the year, bring very warm sleeping bags. Bring extra clothes. Bring something that if it were to literally freeze, you would not be put out for it. Um, maybe that's my tip for yeah. anybody going there. Yeah. Is is uh. Prepare like it's summer in Portland, but winter at Crater Lake. There you go. Because yeah, it might yeah, just be. Because it might just be, yeah. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, next year I'm bringing Tifa sandals and a towel. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Going totally. Yes. <laughs> yeah, start early. So you sold somebody in. on this. I mean, like, check it out. There's no other 20-foot 
20 something foot cliff in that area of Oregon that I can think of that you can guarantee that when you hit the water, you will hit nothing underneath it. That's true. Yeah. Because that yeah. thing goes deep quickly. Yeah. 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 I really enjoyed that. That was super highlight of my trip. Um, it's worth mentioning though. So what is that? Like a 45 minute hike down there? No. no. Hike down, maybe 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Hike up, add 10 or 15. I don't okay. know. I was huffing, but I was like, I don't know. I was going out. You were going at a warm good, again. Good pace, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you went down. You swam. Mm-hmm. We were hanging out. We went on, and by checkpoint four, you had caught up with us. Mm-hmm. That's that's <laughs> that was just that's the that third, was, that that's was the third cog that's, in the surly machine. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> you hit those hills, and you just go down to the bottom. And you go do 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 all the way to Aaron and Anna. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it was pretty funny because. Um, I mean, we weren't like in a hurry, hurry, but I also knew that, you know, time was not with us. Mm. Um, and I think you caught up to us at station four, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is the last one. Yeah. And by that time I was kind of (laughs) chomping at the bit to like get moving. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you look down the hill and, and, and there you were. So he's like, okay, we're staying a little bit longer. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I definitely have my like climbing mode that I get into. Or yeah. I, it's, it's the same thing when I get touring is like, I, I didn't look at a clock or a watch or anything that entire day. It's just like, if I'm going to be out there, I'm not going to even be like caring about time. I'm going to be caring about like what is in front of the two feet in front of me. And I'll be going at that, you know, as fast as I am. Um, but more so I just kind of like when I walk, I walk quickly when I ride, I tend to like to spin my legs. Kevin at pedal PT taught me very early. It's just like more reps, less pressure. Uh, so I take that to heart. Uh, but the, yeah, I don't know. I was just out for a ride. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, I would also want to take this time to just extend my appreciation to the volunteers who made this happen oh yeah absolutely Ooh, okay best volunteer interaction maybe that's a good question Ah. (laughs) i'll start okay because um station three after the worst climb ever which it wasn't terrible but it was the worst climb of the day definitely um got up there and ended up speaking with this woman uh volunteer about bromptons for a good like 15 minutes half hours just she was so into like what it's all about and um you know oh my gosh i didn't know bikes could do that Mm. it's just really cool and i know like to some extent when you're when you're out on a brompton there is that like uh what did you call it you're an evangelizer yeah well (laughs) i might be i might be more of an evangelist than most maybe (laughs) there's that ambassadorship though that you end up kind of unwittingly (laughs) um playing uh but this was this was so great because on on some level i wasn't ready for that kind of interaction or even really wanting that because it was like the worst climb Mm. of the day but also it forced me to sit still and catch my breath and not just go ahead and get right back on the road um and and able to kind of have a little bit of a cool down in a moment and it, it was just a really cool interaction mm-hmm. and yeah my favorite volunteer interaction was um you know there's the saying about the early bird and the late bird actually like delivered on this trip so the third stop 
Yes. Third. Oh, it's the same stop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, think I forgot about this. It was the, was it, uh, I, I can't remember that. It, it might was, be even the same woman. It's very probable. There were um, two gals there, both both yeah. um, very fun to talk to. Uh, so rolled in and uh, we were sort of in the last of the day. So they were starting to ask like, hey, who is in your party? And like, how many people are behind you? Just want to like let you know it's half an hour before the cars come again. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of deal. Um, but uh, struck up a chat with him. And one of the um, gals who's out of Eugene had baked some uh, ginger cookies and had put them in the front seat of her truck and forgotten about them until about five o'clock in they the were afternoon supposed to be like for the first exactly. people of the day yeah, yeah. so you, i roll up and there's this like box of homemade ginger cookies just sitting there and uh nice. was very like thankful to take two of them um but yeah that that was like some of the like ooh, I, I might not have started first but i definitely appreciate getting some cookies uh so yeah had a good chat with them talked a little bit about eastern oregon and about eugene and that kind of jazz but i think i think and i told them this too as a as like as far as a volunteer stop goes um that would be the one that i would pick because it's sort of on the northern northeastern side of the rim uh but it's in these beautiful um I don't know if it's white pines, but basically these very old sort of weathered, uh, they look almost dead like pine trees and they just have a very distinct look to them. And I could picture myself spending from like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, just out there up on the rim kind of enjoying. She she did say many people would leave their bikes in the early part of the day, would leave their bikes there and then go hike up to the highest mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. from there. Yeah, because there was that little loop that folks yeah. could do as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, anybody else volunteer interactions? All mine were good, but I didn't have one that I think that was better than the others. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or any notable interactions on the road or new friends made? I feel like we had our crew of like stragglers at the very end when it yeah. was like us and not a lot of other people. <laughs> the straggle buddies. Yeah, we had a couple of straggle buddies who we just like kept leapfrogging each other and every time give a little encouragement and. And did, then, did you two run into the family? Yeah, briefly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, tell us about that. There was just a family who had gotten a really late start and, and didn't have any idea what they were getting into. I think the <laughs> phrase I heard this mom throw out there was like, you know, ride the rim. We thought we would just be like riding along the beach or like doing a little. Oh, no. <laughs> didn't realize it was a real <laughs> yeah. up and down situation. And yeah. yeah, they were at, was it the last checkpoint or second to last? I think it was, it was either three or four. And they started I think at five. It was four. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, yeah, they did not get very far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ran into them from going from three to four, and they were kind of at the crossroads where that trail was that people can hike up to the top. And that's when uh, you, you like, you try to put your foot in your mouth and like not, like, you want them to be safe, but you don't want to like overstep your boundary of like, knowing a, maybe a little bit more about the nature of what they're involved in than they might themselves uh but they had flagged me down because they were like i don't know which direction to go and um me completely misunderstanding their question was like okay i'll like pull out a map and like i could have just told them like go that way to the other check stop but like yeah they were just very much like hmm what do we do and where do we go oh, to do no. it so i really hope that Speaking of uh, amazing volunteers, my hope is that some amazing volunteers gave them a ride back to the start. But uh, yeah, out at like two check stops in at six o'clock oh, um, with, yeah. you know, multiple kids sub 12 years old in tow. 
maybe not the funnest thing to be doing when it's dark, mainly because it starts to get very cold at that time. Yeah, yeah. And it gets dark fast mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I mentioned earlier, um, especially when it came to making dinner afterwards when we got to camp was just how dark it got. <laughs> and and yeah. it got really cold, too. Um, and so you're trying to, like, stay warm by this fire, but also in the meantime, like, trying to cook by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're just so hungry, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we ended up, like, just cracking open a can of beans and cooking that over the over the one of the camp stoves. Mm-hmm. So if you stay at Diamond Lake, there's a pizza place. <gasps> what? what? Yes. Life hack number four. <laughs> Eva dropping the knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just put on your puffy and like go to bed. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, thank you all for taking the yeah. time to chat with us this evening. Um, is there anything else that, that people must know about riding Crater Lake? Every bike should have a bell on it. I feel like that's one of the best parts. It's just ringing your bell. Yeah. Seeing, the, yep. seeing all the reactions that you get. Agreed. Plus, there's nothing else to do there. It's just <laughs> it's just really riding around the lake. There's, yeah. no, there's no events and no rock climbing walls or, or any, nothing set up. That's other than that's what you true. what you do yourself. For those of us who like maybe are used to the Sunday parkways where they shut down the street and then all these vendors come and there's like all these sort of like uh I don't know, sideshows along with the event itself. It really is just the event. But in the meantime, like you don't need anything else either. No, it, oh, it is yeah. spectacular by itself, but there yeah, it is just that. And a lot of garbage. diapers everywhere (laughs) no um yeah in all seriousness it it was really clean um even the first time i was ever at crater lake i was amazed at how clean that park was Mm -hmm. uh, in comparison to uh, a few other national parks i've been to in my lifetime Mm. yeah i only saw one piece of trash there yeah, uh, and it was out of reach, so I did not try to scale, <laughs> scale a rock wall to go no, grab it. No, no, it's not worth your life, man. No, I was wearing a helmet, but another day. <laughs> cool. Um, well, thank you all for joining us this evening. It's been a pleasure to have you. Um, if anybody would like or feel free to give a plug for your social media and or otherwise, um, feel free to do so. And otherwise, any side hustle, any side hustle, endeavor. Yeah, where whatnot. where can people follow up? You if can they uh, were like. That's interesting. I want to check out more. You can find me at Trash Ketchum on Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love That's it. Awesome. That's about it. <laughs> I can't. I just can't top that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you all for coming in. Um, should we... I don't have... I decided against news email mm-hmm. today yeah we'll catch it next we'll week. also have uh auxiliary audio to splice in for this episode so i guess we'll we'll just read the credits right sounds good um how should we read the credits and or in what uh fashion we've done helium voice can i get uh, british accents sure possible? yeah no? as long as you don't mind me <laughs> I'll, butchering. I'll do my best yeah. i don't know i only do yorkshire I'll get, I no I'll get somewhere on the aisles. 
Oh, I thought I was yes. going to be the one to really screw it up. But. Well, now you got me thinking not British accents. Uh. <laughs> all right, Wendy, you know who you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> all of our, all of our UK British Isles family and friends, listeners. I apologize mm-hmm. in advance. Here we go. They're laughing the hardest. I hope so. Those. The Sprocket. God damn it. The Sprocket Podcast is produced at Stream PDX Community Audio Studio thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text 2503-847-9774. Twitter and the Instagrams at Sprocket Podcast. <laughs> Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. <laughs> Hurtbird for our headlines sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to our sustaining donors. Shadowfoot, Katharina Menelgaard. Wayne Norman, Eric Iverson. Cameron Lean, Richard Bozinski, Tim Mooney. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric Weiss. Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt, who's a time traveler. Who's a time traveler. Dave Don't knows. you know? <laughs> Chris Smith, Caleb Jenkinson, JP Culey. Peanut Butter Jar, Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna, I bet you like this voice very much. Andre <laughs> <laughs> Johnson, King of Division, Richard, Richard G. <laughs> Guthrie Straw, who is sitting right next to me. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Regranary. Campsite, Mac Nurse David, Nathan Poulton. Chris Rawson, Roy in Michigan, Michael Flournoy, <laughs> Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman, Harry Hugel, EJ Finner, and Brad Hipwill, Thomas Cato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger jo- <laughs> Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam, er- Derek Wagner, Jason Oftenberg, Microcosm Publishing, David Moore, Todd Drospeck, Chris <laughs> Barron, Chris Barron, and Chris. <laughs> Baron. Sean Baird, Simon, Gregory Baithwaite, Ryan Morno, Morrow, Dude Luna, Matthew Rooks, or however they say I crow in wherever accent I'm trying to say. Marshall, Paula Afunitake Cyclecraft, Philip M. Spartandale, no relation. Mr. T, who never really left, Bike Initiative, Kiwana, Sarah G. Adam D, go dig a hole, Beth Hammond. And Greg Murphy. And all of our former donors who helped us get this far. Now brush your teeth. And go through bed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Q hate mail. (laughs)